Good afternoon and welcome back to the TT Grandstand and to Attention Paddock, which should be your preview show. Obviously, we know today's schedule has joined all those other days in being lost. We do have a revised schedule for tomorrow that has been issued, so we'll bring that to you first and foremost. Sunday the 2nd of June, the plan is to start closing the roads from midday, Barul Park, Ramsey to the bungalow, 12.15 bungalow to Craigna Bar, 12.45 the remainder off the course. So the bulk of the course to close at 12.45 tomorrow lunchtime. At half past one, the aim is to have a super bike, super stock, super sport and newcomers except for lightweight session. At 2.30, a super sport, lightweight and newcomers session. And then at 3.35, the sidecar qualifying session for two laps before it's 4.15. The super bike, super stocks and super sports get out again. At 20 to 5, a TT0 one lap qualifier with the aim to have all roads open except for the mountain by half past five and the mountain itself open by half past six. So... If we get the weather, let's hope we do, because it's been uh, no fun around here for the last few days at all. Joining us on Attention Paddock tonight are Patrick Ferrance, uh, Alaman TT Radio Fuel by Monster Energy sidecar expert, and very much uh, a man who's been bringing us all kinds of new opinions and, and, and things and facts on sidecars this week. We're very welcome to him. Dave O'Johnson, who joined us a little bit earlier, he's come back to see us again because he didn't have enough fun earlier, so he's <laughs> come back for some more. If you don't and know him, just Google him. Google <laughs> <laughs> midget.com and I'll oh, get you guys, eh? Oh, <laughs> and those are the voices of Ben and Tom Birchall, multiple sidecar winners <laughs> and lap record holders and sub-19-minute men on a sidecar around the TT course. Oh, no, yeah. We're here, particularly tonight, to talk about the our uh, collection helmet the rx7v the 2019 isle of man tt uh, ri helmet and it looks spectacular doesn't it patrick yeah it looks lovely but they always do don't they, they always bring out a, a limited edition um nice helmet patrick it's beautiful um <laughs> but yeah no i've first time i've actually seen this um but no they, they do a cracking job don't they, they describe, advertise it, them every describe year. it for the listeners pat <laughs> <laughs> Visual radio, we've got a helmet Visual in front radio. of us. Yeah. For them yeah. watching in black and white. Well, I've been told I have a face for the radio, so I describe that how you like. You need a dark visor then. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you wear uh, RI, don't you? As indeed yeah. you, the virtual boys. So, uh, why particularly do you choose RI? Well, it's just uh, they're a great helmet, light. They, uh, they save your noggin when you smack it on the ground and it uh, saves some brain cells. But uh, not that we've got many, us guys, especially <laughs> these these two, Ben and Tom. You must have wore a different <laughs> helmet for a few years, then, didn't I you? I know, yeah, I lost a fair there. few, but uh, now I'm with Arai. I'm not going to get them back, but I'll save the ones <laughs> I've got anyway. <laughs> Tom, you're the man that's moving around a lot on a sidecar. Um, you choose Arai, don't you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, won't want to use anything else, really. You know, apart from the, the service that you get at TT, which is absolutely second to none. You know, you can just rely on the lads. You turn up there, drop it off. It's brand new. you got perfect tyre tear offs on and away you go you know for me it's um it's a bit different in it because you know i'm behind bodywork for most of the time and then pop up and have a look you know where we're going and move to to whatever the course determines and whatever angle your head's in it it just always feels right it's never sort of turning off your off your head or the you know the padding gets hold of your, your face perfectly you know the lads will, will fit you out dead well with it so Whatever position I can get myself in, you know, and there is some odd positions I can tell you, <laughs> it's always good and you know it, it just works. Whatever. I think they've got the best service in Valanda um, for well, you, especially yeah. over the TT paddock. You can just drop Ball your helmets on. off of them. You can have like a million flies on, and they'll come up brand new, tear offs on, mm. all ready to go. If you need any padding adjustments, they're, they're dead handy, aren't they? They, they really are good service. I, I wonder what they do with old snot that they fetch out of. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've always loads in his. There's a sack full in mine. <laughs> I know what it's like when you do it yourself. I've done it myself before. Like put the uh, tear offs on 
like put uh, two on myself and then uh, just because I didn't have time to to get it to the Arrow guys but um, usually they do it within seconds anyway I don't know why I didn't do it just a slack bastard but uh, so I did it myself and then got down to Bray Hill and obviously you got two laps and it was a nice sunny night so there's flies everywhere and I got to Bray Hill and they all just flew off and uh, so that was a pretty crappy two laps but so I'll definitely learn my lesson there take it to the Arrow guys because they uh, sorted out I can't do it myself I'm just uh, not that talented <laughs> How many fly-offs would you run at the start of a superbike race for example? Um, three most of the time, but um, on the practice night we'd run two. How many so do you? Uh, how many do you need on back your helmet, <laughs> Yeah, well. Thinking, I'm thinking. I've got to get a comeback for that. These guys. Oh, no. like, and do you have? The, is it the same place on the course where you look? Is it sort of coming out of Ramsey yeah, hairpin or somewhere the like first, that? The first attempt is um, <laughs> Ramsey hairpin. And if I miss it there, and then it's the gooseneck. If I miss it there, then I'm freaking yelling at myself Blind. all the way over the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and if I can't get it, usually it means I've ripped them all off in one go, but or I've messed up and they've fallen off myself because I did it myself. But uh, yeah, Ramsey's the first one. Yeah. For, that for anybody that um, <coughs> don't or has never raced around here, the importance of uh, a tear off is like night and day. And uh, last year flies were real bad, and I think I went out in practice with two on because we only intended to do two laps and uh, by the time I'd got to Balaf Bridge on second lap, I couldn't see, you know, I'd not got enough on, we actually had to stop to clean it, so the service that they give you is, is it's imperative, it's a massive part of us being able to ride around here. Let's just give you some of the facts about this helmet then, Evie Moyman from RI has very handily hand given us some information, this is the 11th RI TT helmet, the RX 7V for 2019, it is uh, designed by Aldo Drudi, famous helmet designer, um, Arik and Arai, I've got a, 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 as we're hearing, a representation in the paddock here. They're doing customer service and race service and uh, Arai collection for helmets as well as custom fitting. So if you're up here visiting and you want a custom fitting for a helmet, pop down and see them in the paddock. And uh, it's about the combination, I guess, uh, Ben, of comfort and safety. <coughs> it helmets. is exactly that. And, um, you know, the the... The, the feeling that you've got something on your head that's going to look after you, it's, it's a big part of that. And, you, you know, you, you, if you're not careful, you can just take that for granted. Or, you know, if it boils down to your budget or you can't afford to buy something that's, as ex, you know, as expensive as that. But at the end of the day, how much is your head worth? And they, they are the best. And that's why when you look at, you know, the top lads that start here and as we used to aspire to over at the front of the grid, they, you know, they were wearing our eyes and it's great for us to be part of that that family if you like and be involved in it and what's really good is you know if for likes of Dave over they make a really extra extra large one and for <laughs> us we get really small ones yeah midget ones <laughs> <laughs> uh, what size did you need Patrick I was actually a small but um, <laughs> to be fair now I'm not uh, contracted to any helmet I can sort of talk freely about what I think about them but I've raced around here with numerous helmet designs and our eyes by far if I was going out on my own. RI would be the one that I would choose. You just feel so much safer with them on the How head. How would that fit work? No, would it be on throw if you were just going out on your own? Well, maybe I've sat down or something. Sat on the side, go on your own. You, you, st- you go backwards at, uh, at uh, Ago's Leap, you start coming back again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on and broaden the subject slightly to, to, to where we are with TT 2019. Okay, we haven't had much running. But uh, you did get out for a lap on the new bike the other night, uh, boys. And how did it feel? Yeah, it felt good. It felt great. It felt exactly like the old one, which is really what we 
what we intended and um we you know we've got a few bits to try and if as everybody has but as the week was on they they're getting less and less and you know we'll have to bring them back next year but no bike felt great and we just managed one lap and uh, then we've just been looking at it ever since i think it's cleaner now than when it come it was 111 and a half miles an hour the lap so you were just sort of bedding yourselves in were you yeah, that was just just going steady. Tom's not not right sure where he's going, so I just <laughs> take my time. Have you oh. heard him? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we were good, uh, you know, all way all way up to beginning at Mountain, and then it just felt right up there. You know, everything just started to click, and then we we did have a, a small issue at Craig, so we just sort of brought it back steady, and then and didn't do a second lap uh, but it seems that there's a lot of lads out there that have had that similar sort of problem you know just we normally would do just an installation lap come in and and go again but we just we couldn't uh, finish it off that evening but yeah we're rearing to go really you know because it was such a the bike that we'd, we'd been riding for the last four years you know created such an infinity with it it was just it was absolutely part of the team it was you know an amazing piece of kit and that's gone to the the Manx Museum now so we had to build a new one but it was really nervous and, and daunting, you know, setting off down and ill on it on first time because, you know, you want it to be just like the other was because it, it was so good. It got to where it got to in, in them four years and it it did feel like putting an old pair of slippers on it. You know, she just started to come right and it's a shame we haven't been able to ride it again, but, you know, that's that's how it goes and that's the same for everybody. We do get the impression of the sidecars still being an engineering class, if you like, at the TT. You've got yourselves beavering away doing your work in workshops. You've got Dave Molyneux over here in his workshops beavering away going his direction. John Holden doing the same with his. The Founds boys doing the same with that. Everybody's trying to push in different directions to the nth degree. Yeah, I mean, there, there is avenues to explore, but if you if you look at them, them four teams you just talked about, you know, the chassis are all the same. There's only... The difference will be maybe slight positioning the wheels and and some damper settings and whatever engine you're using, but they're basically the same thing. You know, they come out of our workshop exactly the same. And if you if you you know stripped them all back to a chassis and mixed them all up and said right, pick one, you know, they're all the same. They'd all do the same job. What about the uh, the seven speed gearbox? You ever thought about going for that? I've not heard about that. Oh, no, really. Haven't? Yeah. Is that a secret? Is that? Ish. I might have been talking to the wrong person in the pub then. <coughs> it was until about. They told me not to say until about a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> we all thought it were a secret until about a month ago. Yeah, he, our, he's our rules. That. Well, our rules are good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, it's something that's that's has been made available. Um, so our rules are open. We can explore them them avenues, and it's uh, it's all right. In fact, you know we. Seven in enough. We're looking. I'm going to get a Draylier fitted on ours. <laughs> <laughs> How many <laughs> go, for, go for 11 gears? Yeah, yeah 11 speed. You've been doing 280 <laughs> miles an hour. That'd be cool in a fly guy. <laughs> what are the key the differences? The only worry say? that I have is I'm, I'm shit at maths, so I'm trying to work out up and down. And which we know that. You're not the, you're not the sharpest tool in the freaking toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> we will apologise for some of the language that's happening here. Oh that dear, it's a long, it. frustrating <laughs> week at the TT, it's been, so we'll forgive the guys. Um, what would you say how the different the key differences between last year's bike and this year's then? It, it, really, it's just new. You know, that that's that's it. There's um, there's, there's a few little bits that we'd, we'd, we would like to bring in and, and pass over, but we've took them off now. It's not it's not the, the right time at week to be testing anything. So, no, it's very much the same as last year, and that's right now at, at this point at TT, with the weather being what it is, that's that's what we need is is just to jump on that. And... Um, yeah, just the fact it's it's the it's the new version, it's the latest version. There's been, I think, four built this year, exactly the same as ours. And the whole idea was that you know that they built sat there, and if somebody wants to 
choose whichever bike and I think we had the last one the one that was left so no it's uh, it's great it's great to be able to build them and uh, and then you know come and bring them here and ride them and were you surprised by John Holden's pace the other night on just a standing start lap up at 115 <coughs> straight away no uh, you know John John's good he's out of the traps and you know tries hard from where to go that's that's his his style and his system and um, yeah I'm a bit different I like to just bed my way in and remember where we are and Make sure everything that Tom's welded don't fall off. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't fall off the back. You know, it, it'll, be, it'll be good to get out now because it's, uh, you know, in theory, tomorrow's race day. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's, that's where we should be at. Today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was supposed then. to be race day, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. In fact, we are, we are probably looking at being a couple of days behind at least, aren't we, Patrick, on the schedule? Yeah, anyway, just in, in general, there's always a couple of days behind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what date is now. <laughs> Yeah, it's difficult to understand what the organisers are going to do now because um, we're that far behind. The boys have had no running. Um, people like Dave Molyneux, he hasn't got a lap in. Um, if they get two laps tomorrow, technically they don't qualify unless you do three laps. So um, there's going to be plenty of people out there in that situation. Um, obviously the T2 Zero bikes haven't been out. So it, it's not a matter of um, just trying to get a few laps in now and then going into a race day. You've got to get enough laps in to to get your qualifying distance in um, just to be safe it's that that's that's it at the end of the day um, I mean, Bertrand will get two laps in tomorrow they've got their three um, but there's plenty of people that are not in that position um, so who knows it's a difficult one for the organisers um, but it is what it is at the minute we can't help the weather it's frustrating for everybody uh, the marshals the organisers the riders the teams there's so much effort going to it from everybody um, but what do you do you can't do anything with the weather it just is what it is and we can't take any risks on the course uh, can we Davo? No I've got mates out there that are that are risking it with their um, with their, their sort of uh, alcohol consumption that's for sure <laughs> they said they can't drink anymore because <laughs> they've just been in the pubs the whole time but uh, yeah no, definitely they're doing all the right decisions for us we don't want to make it any more dangerous than it already is so it's uh, yeah, th we we know that they're doing it for us, and it's just frustrating, like you, like Pat says, for everybody. But uh, we'll be out there next week. Is going to be manic. I guarantee you there's going to be every day just flat out riding. So we're going to be knackered. I, I guarantee you that. You did come down and join us earlier this afternoon, and just ran us through where you were up to on the various machines, just in case people weren't listening. Just run us back through where you're at with the su the super bike, the super stock, and the super sport machines. Yeah, super sport was uh, was a good uh, good night. Five laps I got in the mini bike for me because I'm big bliss hard like these guys will tell you. <laughs> they, they enjoyed telling me that but um yeah that that was a, a not too bad of a of, the, of a bike to ride as well just uh mainly looked at we ran out of fuel a couple of times just um overfueled the the actual uh settings of the of them of the, i think the same thing called, happened to hutchie didn't it you had yeah to get well, some marshals to give them some fuel at the bottom of hillbury yeah we had the same electronics so that was all overfueled too much too rich too much fuel gone in uh into the engine so that used too much fuel and um, so we had to look at our just uh, sector times and that. But sector times were really good if, if you added them together, the old ideal time. But um, super stock was really good. Was second in that and uh, and fifth overall with my super stock time. And then jumped on the super bike and it was a bit of an animal. But um, working on that. So hopefully to get out there and try the bits that we've we've changed. We've changed a lot on it. So uh, need to get out there. It's itching. It's uh, it is like we say, getting very frustrating. Come, don't know how these guys feel. They've done one lap. I've done ten, and I'm frustrated. Well, it's similar, isn't it? You know, you, you've got to a point where you know what you want. You need a bit more, but you you can't do it because the weather won't allow it, will you? You know, we know what we need out of it, what we want out of it, and if it'll it. come. But yeah, 
What? Do you mind if I? What's the difference between the obviously a super stock and a, a super bike? Is a, is a, you know a massive difference? But in terms of jumping on one from other, is it a different animal completely? Yeah, the super bike's just just the power that sort of gets you. But um, handling wise, very similar. But uh, the super stock's just easier. It's not as savage. Less power. Power delivery is easier. So you can just get it's easier to do a good yeah. lap time. But when you get a super bike to get the best out of it, you have to got to be set it on. up to be able to ha like just hold it flat in these areas where uh, it's easier to do on a super stocker. But with that extra power, the thing's just trying to rip yeah. your arms off and you have to roll off. So it's to get that um, that setup, that fine tuning, which we got on a short track. We're not far away. Um, but then again, the super stock even on a short track for us was not far away at all in lap time only. Like six cents of a second, I was. I've, I've uh, slower than my lap time on a superbike at Castle Coombe, and, mm. and uh, we're doing as fast as Honda ever done there. So, if you think about that, you know, one lap, you get that point six, but around here, around here that a lot. can be a lot. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I was fast running a stocker so far, just yeah. just because it's like easy to ride. But that's what we just got to tune in, make the uh, superbike more user friendly. Mm. But uh, we'll get there hopefully if we get some more laps in. But like we say, we will do. Looking at the weather, I've got the, my free freaking uh, apps that I'm using, but I'm not going to pay for them. I'm type type <laughs> up. But, uh, if, yeah, um, yeah. if anybody wants to tune into Davo and Tom's show, they'll be on at the same time tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, you're going to let me out, mate. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, poor Pat, I want to ask Pat as well. When are you yeah, coming he's, back? You've got on? wages to earn here. <laughs> when are you coming back? Getting uh, back on a bike I'm then for here. Are you done? Me. Yeah, you no, over I'm it? done. I'm yeah. well, he's coming back with me next year if Nitman don't book his ideas. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this isn't going well, Patrick. <laughs> I'm going to team up with Davo. Yeah, I'll build us a bike, mate. We'll be all right. On it, yeah. yeah. You know, well, buddy, yeah, it won't move with me on it. Get out pub. Yeah, it'd be good fun though. All the mills that are bit parked up. All the Honda guys look at me. They look at me up and down. They're like, no, 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 like six hundred. I know. Doesn't matter. I like food. <laughs> that must be actually a difference for Honda this year because normally they've put their, for Supersport rides, they've put their guys out onto satellite machines either with the Jackson bikes or Padgett's or whoever they can find to run them on Honda. This year running their own, back running their own Supersport machines for the first time in, in quite a few years here. Yeah, they built, they built uh, Hutchies from the ground up and mine's actually Wilson Craig's uh, bike which they built brand new last year but uh, didn't get used last year. It was Daniel Meadow was going to ride it but he uh, got injured and couldn't ride it in the Irish races last year, but um, so yeah, I was I jumped on that thing, and that's they're basically hiring it off of Wilson, and Wilson's here as well, and enthusiastic as he always is, legend of a bloke, and um, yeah, the bike's pretty good. Like it's even with me on it, it's it's uh, fast down the straight. I can't tuck in very well. I've seen I've got to get a different seat unit for it. I know Connor's got a big seat uh, seat unit where he actually fits and can tuck in. I'm all elbows. I can't. It's made for absolute midgets. Like you guys will be ah, fine. Yeah, we'll be right. Little Japanese fellas that they're uh, designed by, or designed by, and designed for. They're definitely not designed for a six foot one, freaking Australian bloody kangaroo. Loof. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. Having said that, two meter man Conor Cummins was the winner of the Supersport class at the Ulster Grand Prix. Yeah, and got himself a podium at the Northwest 200 on That's the Supersport. It. He tucks in so well, and that makes a difference. I, the other day, I was um, going down Solby, and I was watching my rev counter. And I just thought, I just tucked in and sat on the top of the seat, and instantly the rev just went up, and I started to see the shift lights. So the um, so aerodynamics. Sorry. It's better to be taller than wider. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. So if I can just get my elbows in front of my knees, which I've got to sit right back on the freaking seat, and it's not comfortable. So it's um, 
Yeah, but See, we did we did do some testing, but it's just yeah we didn't get time to get a proper seat made up and. So size don't matter then. Not really. Look, look yeah. at Connor, man. It's, just, it's, it's all aerodynamic. It for ages, I have. Yeah, it does matter. It does if you know. It does, yeah. Oh, well, let's not go there, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting in real trouble. We'll get sacked. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, Connor just seems to uh, make it way. Obviously, out of corners, the bike's going to struggle with. Connor would be um, like 85, 90 kilos, I suppose, with his, uh, with his height. So, What, what um, do you weigh, David? 85 at the moment, which is <coughs> probably too heavy. No, you don't. <laughs> what, are you, what are you at? Me, you're like fifty something, you midget. I can't say I'm. I am tight-lipped on that. It's oh, impossible really? to say. No, I'm, I'm on the contract not to ever say it on radio. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move to Patrick then. That's Patrick. just something. That's uh, just something. How much difference say. does size <laughs> make to a size car passenger? Uh, Cause it makes a makes a massive difference. Um, more for a passenger, I think, because you can't get tucked down as what you can, and you notice the revs if you're bigger passenger up in the wind um, you do notice it knock off and the driver will notice it and like the, the guys have got that much good data on it these days they can read back and you can tell um, so there's no way that uh, there's a definite say on it but it, it definitely does make a difference it, at the end of the day they're only 600cc they're punching a big hole in the air they've got a big contact patch on the road um, so the less weight you can get off them the better bit of a double-edged sword though isn't it because you, you can be too light and then the, the things really fly to over jumps and, you know, through the real bumpy bits, it's it's hardly on the road. So it's a bit of a balance. I do get exactly what you're saying, but sometimes we, you know, you like two bits of rag flapping about on back at thing, you know. So a bit extra weight sometimes does help, but sometimes it doesn't. So. Do you weigh the same, are you guys? Yeah, yeah basically. Weigh about 67, 68 kilo. Yeah. Midgets. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Granola. <laughs> are you guys on a strict sort of diet to keep yeah i have uh, alpen three times a day and then every other day i'll have a chips. bag of chips <laughs> <laughs> and about three three That's to six pints <laughs> never, never put cheese on it though <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, liquid dick is that my problem i freaking love cheese eh? <laughs> cheese toasties and me like i'm actually getting there I want one right now. <laughs> oh, no. Can you put it's your demands into the, actually, uh, the Honda 2? He's actually got one in his pocket, listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's, so away, that's, uh, that's a Kit Kat. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so on, you're on the Manx delicacy of the chips, cheese and gravy or the TT Fortnite. Oh, that, yeah. That's you, is it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So uh, is that something seriously that Honda work with you on? Do they give you sort of... Well, I train quite hard, but I, um, I also eat a fair bit as well. well do you want to go for the car cycle? Apologies for that. Sorry. I didn't say that. That wasn't me. That was Ben. That was Sata. I'm not sure you're getting away <laughs> with that, that one. Let's yeah. right, start yeah. again. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Um, would you like to go cycling? I'll uh, sure, batter yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do cycle quite a bit. and uh, Yeah, but obviously... Doesn't I'm just a big frame dude, so I just uh, I like eating and I like uh, normal things in life. But um, as long as I'm fit enough to on the last up of the race to dice for the the fastest I can go, then uh, that's it. That's, that's all I care it, about. Yeah. And if we end up doing back to back to back days, you'll know about it, and that fitness yeah. will really count. Definitely, yeah. That's when the off season training. But comes you're only allowed to do nine laps in a day. Is, is that, that is that it? Is it? I think is it nine. That or used 10? to be the limit. I don't know. It, yeah, uh, is that still the case? I knew it was always. I don't know if anything's changed, but that certainly used to be the yeah, case. So yeah, so like you can't do a senior, then a, a four-lap superstock race. So you can, so you don't have to do nine laps a day. I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they've. Um, be happy I did once. hear about a few, um, <laughs> a few rumors in the paddock about laps and uh, what they're going to do and like to get a few races done in a quick period of time. But um, 
obviously we've got to cross that bridge when we get to it. I suppose the schedule for each day gets done an hour before uh, anyone what, knows the actual yeah, if it's going to rain or not. these conditions? So. You don't know, do you, until you know. Which is where we, we're glad that we're not uh, Gary Thompson. Yeah, there. I was just going <laughs> to yeah. say, I mean, what a, what a job that he's got. You know, he said it were, he felt stressed in 93 when he was in Bosnia and this is getting close to it, I would imagine, for him. Mm. It's... Um, it, it, you can, you know, it, none of us blame him. You know, I hope he's listening and he can, he's hearing that. It's just, it's not nice. It's not easy, and and you know, and so too for fans. I really feel for them a lot. You know, I suppose twelve, twelve or fourteen years ago, I were in one of them fields in a tent with my CBR six hundred covered in mud, fed up, and my tent blew away. And I had, uh, it was, she's now my wife, Kelly. She was with us, and we found her homestay. Somebody let us go in their homestay and. It, it, you know that sort of made made our TT uh, something that were worth being part of. But stick with it, you lot out there. It'll come good, and we'll show you some good racing when we can. Let's That's hope it. so. But it looks like we're unlikely to see the right kind of conditions for anybody to join you in the sub nineteen club. You're going to be leaving here at TT nineteen, probably as the sole members. No, of that never category. say never. You know, no. talk to the lads. They're all they're all up for it, and so we. It'll be interesting, won't it? You know, because everyone said, "Oh yeah, that lap record only come because it were red hot all week." and track were perfect and everything else but who knows it's uh, it'll be interesting to see it's a long way isn't it Patrick to get up to that 119 kind of level well yeah I mean when when the first I was stood up on the Craig watching when they did that and I listened to the radio and it's like 119 <coughs> it's just like phew. I actually put on social media and was just like speechless for I, I don't know where that came from um, but then throttle stuck I wasn't surprised with these dodgy geezers but then uh, <laughs> you look at Tim and John as well they're in the late 117 so it's within touching distance for them but to get up to 119 I mean I know they've made a few changes on the bikes they've done a few um, aero stuff like um, with the air intake try and get a bit more air into the um, air box because I believe the, with the way the fairing worked last year with the air duct just in the top there the, they were on a little bit low pressure when they were on full full chat 100% throttle um, so there is more to come I know the boys are always keen on developing stuff like they were saying they were, they've changed a few bits this year but they're not going to get to test them now so how do you know about all that? I know everything <laughs> mate I was pretty <laughs> impressed the other night with uh, with, <laughs> with Young Crow yeah, yeah. yeah 109 that's, that's brilliant, brilliant isn't it? Yeah. first brilliant. ever lap yeah. that isn't behind a travelling marshal that's mad yeah that's the future, so. Yeah, we're, we're all, everybody in Paddock were pretty blown away by that. It's just, you know, he's, he's got a, a family background. It's incredible from them two lads, isn't it? But, you know, I hope they don't exp- have to think that they need to live up to that. You know, no. there's, there's a long road ahead for them, isn't it? And if they just keep chipping away and just keep the keep the feet on ground and, you know, just keep going at it. But, you know, nobody's expecting anything of them, so. Cause it's, it, great, it's great to see young lads coming through, you know. That's what our sport needs, like Lewis and... Paddy coming through as young lads and, you know, and the others and, and now the Crows it's it's important for our sport that them lads come and, and have a go it's not it's not easy it's a difficult thing to have a sidecar you can't just go and buy bits for it easily you've got to make a lot of stuff you need a lot of support from your your friends your family and your mate with a welder and your other mate with your, that can do fibreglassing and all that mm. like it's, it, it's difficult as racing is but if you try hard if you you know if you want it bad enough you it comes well, we're just about out of time. So we know you boys want to win next week. 
what's going to represent a great TT 2019 for Davo? Uh, come away with the podium. I'll be uh, pretty stoked. Stop swearing on radio. Oh, that's, that, that's probably not good. I did goal. these bus tours the other day, and it was <laughs> yeah, that was the word of the day. <laughs> the old F bomb. But yeah, apologise for that out there. I'm, but there's enough people out there that uh, don't care about that. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll Anywho. wrap it up there. I think my <laughs> thanks to Patrick Anywho. Ferrance, Davo Johnson, Ben, and Tom Birchall, and to Evie from RI Helmets for bringing in the the, the special edition 2019 helmet as well. And that is just about it for Attention Paddock for this evening. There has been, again, no action on the TT course today. We will try again tomorrow what should be Mad Sunday. We think it may be the first ever time Mad Sunday has had to be used for practice at the TT. That's how desperate we are. But let's hope something happens tomorrow. For now, from the TT Grandstand, good evening.